Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. Wake up. On a shucky ducky kind of day. He's bare chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm f***ing up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Are those photos of fences or walls? That is called a baller wall. That is called a levy wall. So that's the wall that... No, no, no. I'm just... No, no. There are various types of walls that can be, be built. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now... Here's Armstrong and Getty. We just got this text. Hey, good morning, Jack. It's Saturday. Woohoo! <laughs> I believe that to be mockery. Live from a Studio C. Seizing your hey, dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Oh, the Republican Health Healthcare Bill. Curing your ills, bringing health and happiness your way. Someday, maybe, kind of, it doesn't matter. Or a bunch of old, rich, white men punishing yeah. the real America. That's it! Punishing, what? One of the two. All right. I have not seen political discourse this disingenuous, this completely fraudulent since I don't know when. Both sides or one side? Everybody is spinning like a madman. I saw, I personally witnessed people out and out lying on the television yesterday from the Democrat side. Just telling you things that aren't true to scare you. Well, I'm glad we've got Craig on later today. Um, Craig, the Obamacare lawyer? Because he makes his living figuring out what is real. He doesn't make his living um, trumpeting uh, one side or another or anything like that. In fact, that would uh, doom him and make him unemployed (laughs) if he he looked at it that way. Right. He's got to figure out what is actually going to happen, whether it's good or bad. So we're going to be talking to him later because he's a guy who really crunches us down. Oh, yeah, he, he represents, he consults companies with thousands of employees, and they say, Craig, what's going to happen with healthcare? We need to know so we can budget for it. So he figures out what's actually going to happen. And uh, we'll have him on in about an hour, so that's pretty cool. You know, we need to study the world. Study the world. Study the world. Study the world. 
study the world. I like Joe's new thing where he just kind of mumbles it. Study the world. No, it <laughs> depends on my mood. I'm like a weather vane. You got to do. It used it. to be known as a weather cock, but then people get, became embarrassed to say that. <laughs> yeah, see, see. That's funny. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. Let's start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, and pulling levers. I I get a laugh whenever mine comes out. Actually, same thing. Oh my, your weather vane. Yes. Good lord. Wow. Yes. Where was that crass? He, he, he. That was crass. No. That's the way well, I feel Well, it's Saturday. <laughs> All right. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing great. Uh, yesterday, um, I was out running errands, and I had stopped, and I got some tacos, but um, I pulled in the parking lot to eat, you know, because I was still had a bunch of stuff to do, so I just was going to eat my car, and then another... Eating the par- tacos in the car. Yep. In the driveway of the, uh, the fast food joint. It's right. good stuff. Yeah. Just, you know, a real quick... Anyway, another car comes up and pulls up right next to me, and they also start eating. But the parking lot is completely empty. Oh, oh I boy. hate that. And oh, I hate man. it when people sit there and they stare at you eating. <laughs> wait, wait, daring you to make eye contact? <laughs> so I'm eating, and they're eating, and we're looking at each other. And it's just, you know, then I got self-conscious because I wasn't using the napkin. And then I pulled out the napkins, and I started using the napkins a little bit more and more, tried to be more dignified because I was in a hurry. So I'm just, you know, trying to quickly jam it in. Jam sure. it in. I've noticed over the years because I, I, I park. I don't care if I have to walk. I park far away because I want to be. I want lots of space around me. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed there's, there's a psychological need among some people to park next to a car. There's some sort of wow. weird, they feel uh, abandoned or lonely. Like, or if you park all alone, there's always a break into me, arrow flashing into your car or something. They feel vulnerable or something. But you can be in a mostly empty parking lot and pick a spot, and some people will park right next to you in a giant empty lot. Now, in my case, it was two old ladies that were staring at me. But I mean, felt wow, you were, and you felt a little intimidated, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like it. but I, I mean, would like a psychological study done of those people. Yeah. What's going on with them? I don't know. What are their lives like? Clearly exists, though. And study their diet. There is positive. Go shun. through their scat, etc. I mean, oh, a complete geez. study. Exactly. There's our assistant executive producer. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Sean. <laughs> doing Sean! very well. All very Sean! Although the fact that I had essentially spoonfuls of peanut butter for dinner last night is probably not a good sign that I'm doing okay as an adult. Wow. I don't know. Sean actually asked me that question IRL off the air. Does it mean anything about how my life is going that I had two giant spoonfuls of peanut butter for dinner last night? I was just hungry. I don't know. I wanted to study your scat. I wanted the hunger to stop. It did that. Yeah, it worked. But in retrospect, that seems very substandard. (laughs) On a number of levels. Yes. You know, points for efficiency. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't have to trek over to the Taco Bell and get into a staring match with a couple of old broads like poor Michael there. No, I didn't need to fire up the oven or anything. Just, uh, you know, just dirtied up a spoon, just rinsed that off when I was done. (laughs) Boom. It's like it never happened. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Hmm. That is efficient. Uh, There's Vincent, our senior executive producer. You know he's this nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? I forgot to do this earlier this week, but just go with it, Jack and Joe. Award for most skeptical comment of a stupid Marshall Phillips kicker story goes to Joe Getty for this. Well, I don't know. Go on, Marshall. (laughs) (laughs) You can can smell the enthusiasm. There's a little nonverbal communication going on there, I think. Well, I don't know. Go on, Marshall. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, I feel the need to return to Positive Sean. So, uh, Positive Sean, after your incredibly efficient dinner, which could be a, a model for all of us, what did you do with all the time you'd freed up? Uh, I, I went to go see the, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, yeah, there you go. Went to a movie. I went to the cinema. I, Take in some art. I know some people live alone do it, but I never could, when I lived alone, ever. It just never seemed like a good idea to make a giant production out of cooking a meal and everything like that. Uh, yeah. Stand, let's, standing around by myself. Let's define a giant production, though. I mean, like turning on a stove, hamburger, hamburger anything helper, involving like a dish beyond owning, a paper plate, owning a pot. Yes. <laughs> okay. Again, I just wanted to define the terms. <laughs> well, I was thinking of making some spaghetti, but then I thought, why a giant production? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seemed like too much to me. Uh, I'm Jack Arbor. Oh, we got to say hello to Marshall. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Hola, qué tal. It is Cinco de Mayo today. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's and, right. That's a Mexican Independence Day. It's a culture, not a costume. <laughs> and it is also what a positive shot. And it fell on a Friday, so p- things are oh, going to get wild. Yes. Muchas gracias. And, 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 and just, just so I don't have to read any of these emails. I know it's not Mexican. Oh, yes, it is. It absolutely is. That's, that's right, it is. That is <laughs> Happy <laughs> Independence Day to our Mexican friends. They do fireworks and everything. That's sure. right. <laughs> And it is one of Positive Sean's and most of the world's favorite singers' birthdays today. Adele turns 29 years old. Gee, she's not even 30 yet. She is also a culture, not a costume. Mm. World's youngest cat lady, Adele. Mm-hmm. She's really got that cat lady look to her. Net worth for the world's youngest cat lady, at least $125 million. Wow, I she, wish I'd written a couple of those songs. She makes about $700,000 per concert now. I don't doubt that. $700,000. Oh, she lives in a giant castle, right? Surrounded by hundreds of acres. She yeah, can, I, believe, I believe that's lifestyle. right. Yeah. Can house a lot of cats there. Mm. Sitting there thinking of her old lover. Calling him up. Hello. <laughs> Wind blowing her leaves and everything like that while where, she sings. Where are you calling from? My castle. <laughs> Hello. So alone. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it already get to be? Friday, May the 5th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go on knotting the world at Mark. What is that? That is the Democrats actually singing the na-na-na-hey-hey-goodbye song while the Republicans voted yesterday, which shows you where we are politically as a country. I would say so. The Republicans, or I'm sorry, the Democrats having... Hello, Adele. (laughs) Is that the click of armor? Is that armor in the background? And cats? (laughs) Those armored cats? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I have so much money, I couldn't figure out what to do with it. Yeah. All right, we'll talk more about the the utter, utter stupidity of the electorate, the political process, both parties. It's this. This is hilarious. If you're able to put aside the fact that it's a sixth of the economy, this whole process is ridiculous. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, we got the hotly debated Obamacare replacement now heading for the Senate. The trillion-dollar spending plan's been passed by Congress, but has anybody read what's in it? And the amazing healing properties of beer. Coming up, 635, Armstrong and Getty.
So when we talked to Tom McClintock yesterday, he's a uh, fiscally conservative Republican. He was a yes on the health care thing, but he was a solid no on that budget deal, right? Yep. Yeah, he thought that was an abomination. Yeah, I want to hear more about what's in there. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's good. The idea that Facebook is tracking us and prying into our lives, more and more proof. Really? Really troubling stuff. Really? This this could be our Pulitzer right here. Wow. So uh, stay tuned for that. And also, we're going to play a game because it's Kentucky Derby Day tomorrow. What's the title of your contest? So it's, is it a Kentucky Derby horse or a Netflix original series? There you go. They often have wacky names, you see, these horses. Glad you explained that. Um, uh, clips of the week. Coming up there's... What a horse might sound like. <laughs> Very helpful sound effect. Clips of the week next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We gotta not be boring today. That's our that's our goal. Huh? Goal should be to not be boring. Of course, that should be a good goal every day. Gosh, with the world the way it is these days, you'd have to work at being boring. I mean, you go. It's deep, just Looney Tunes. You go deep into healthcare, you could get a little boring. Oh even, yeah. Even when I'm interested in it, and trying to focus, I can get a little. What am I, well, that says more about the American attention span, Jack, yes. oh. than it than the topic. I suggest we lay it out for people in detail and in depth, and if they find that quote unquote boring. And they quote-unquote tune out, (laughs) and we quote-unquote lose our careers, we've done the right thing. Keep keep that in mind as you're walking along the side of the road looking for cans. Mailbag is not now, Michael. No, no, what? That was you. I ought to buzz you. It's uh, time for a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. So... Climate change is real. Cleveland 911, what is your emergency? Do you need police, fire, or EMS? Look, this is terrible. It makes me mildly nauseous to think that we might have had some impact on the election. But honestly, it wouldn't change the decision. Hey, you guys, it's me, Jan. Just in case you don't recognize me, because I have put on quite a few since I had the baby. More than a few. Can you please be quiet, Randy? Ivanka Trump and Jared. You don't have to be so snotty. I was about to say you didn't let me get it out. You don't have to be so rude. Oh, no. Appreciate it. Hey, Sean. Sean. People don't realize, you know, the Civil War. Um, yeah. You think about it, why? They did an echocardiogram, which is a sonogram of the heart, and found that Billy was born with um, a heart disease. You have more people marching against you than cancer. You talk like a sign language gorilla who got hit in the head. In fact, the only thing your mouth is good for is being Vladimir Putin's holster. God, our our public discourse is, uh, it's amazing how much it's changed in a decade or two. Mm-hmm. You got one party singing na-na-hey-hey-goodbye during a vote. Right. And you got talk show hosts saying the president's blank and a blank. Yeah. 
That's a, that's a major change in things. Yeah. I, I wonder mean, if we've reached about the end of that and we're going to start coming back towards some decorum or is there, is there still more to go? Well, unless the late night shows begin photoshopping the president into a, like a porn scene or, or something like that or, or have people come and defecate on his picture on stage or something. I don't know where we go from here. Colbert has set a new low. As I mentioned before, the actual political discourse is just ludicrous. It's just dumb. It's full of lies, and it's hard to picture it getting uh, any worse. I don't know. And yet we endure. Mailbag. Let's start with a cheery note, World War III. Tom writes uh, on the topic of if we're too evolved uh, to have a a world war like they believed in, uh, you know, the early part of the 20th century. Numb nuts seem to think they can just explain things to a dictator and we can help help them see their error. Numb nut. The error of their ways. From a Marine's perspective, war is part of the human existence just as much as peace and love. And those who don't acknowledge that are doomed to repeat history. You can hate it, but it's not going away. Then he writes, hey, Joe, I'm up in the woods watching the squirrels cavort. It is as good as you imagined it to be. Take solace in that, my friend. But in the meantime, we're screwed. Screwed and doomed. That's screwed in Armstrong and Getty expression going back a number of years for new listeners. Thank you, Tom. That cheery little note. This is much more pleasant than that. Uh, this guy um, in the Spokane Transit Plaza, downtown Spokane. Really? What the? <laughs> Take a look at that, Jack. Downtown Spokane, Washington. That's a uh, completely naked person who is uh, relaxing, lying down on a uh, a bench, a public bench, resting his feet up on the trash can. Yeah. Completely naked. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew. Mr. Richard Flappin there. Uh, very nice. And then, <laughs> then our correspondent said, <laughs> hey, and what's the creeper in the red hoodie doing? I didn't there, notice there that. There is a funky-looking dude looking on with interest. Although, <laughs> you know, you're taking a picture. Who are you to judge? <laughs> Oh, that's just great. That'd be one of those situations, uh, like if you're uh, neighbors in the backyard uh, with the dog poo. That story you tell. Oh yeah. Um, uh, if you see this guy this relaxed, completely naked on a on a bench in public, you got to think there's a lot going on here as you approach him as a policeman or a, a citizen who does right. not want to yeah. male genitalia shown to your children or whatever. Well, right. This is a sign you can't approach him and say, "Excuse me, you know, I'm so sorry to bother you, but." You know, normally we don't allow naked people in here. He's unlikely to get up and say, you know what? I am so sorry. I forgot my clothes and I, uh, boy, my face is red and so is the rest of me, as you can see. If you'll excuse me. Right. Well, that's I, not going to happen. Well, I like his shoes and pants are bum- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Handled up there next to the uh, the bench in front of him. So he'd gotten there and gotten undressed. Boy, I'm hot. I think I'll take off all my clothes and lay down. One thing I hate is waiting for a train. Even worse when I'm clothed. Bunch of sickos out there. Uh, dear A&G and the Google overlords who are definitely reading this, the story you read about Facebook using our micro well, it was actually, it's emails from folks um, that we read about Facebook using our microphones without permission scratched me where I itch. I've been mailing and e- listening to you guys for 15 years now, nearly half my life. Sorry. That's right. Make us feel old. So, uh, you know, I'm not a wackadoo by now. I would agree with that. Uh, Fagafy Kate is no wackadoo. My husband has been calling me paranoid for years, uh, but I swear both Facebook and Google are listening to our every word. Here are some examples. Uh, often when I'm having a discussion, I will see an ad or news story in my Facebook feed immediately after. Just last week, a friend and I were out of nowhere discussing 90s heartthrob Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who's not been in the headlines for a decade. Later that night, Facebook showed me a Where Is He Now type article about JTT. That's freaky. Every single time my husband and I have a discussion that leads to, we should Google that. Google predicts what we are going to search for, and it's often really random and no way trending topics. Last night it was, what is the population of Barcelona? Which Google guessed after I typed, what is T? Try typing that. It is not trending. Spies! Wow. Writes Fagafy Kate in the style of Donald Trump's tweets. Sick! <laughs> Sad! Sad. Um, <laughs> and, and there's more. Or comment away if you like. If that if that is going on, how crazy would that be? They're listening to our conversations and then hitting us with advertisements or Google searches. Listen to this here. Casey from Vancouver, Washington here. Again, that name is Vancouver. Uh, Faggity. Oh, friend of Armstrong and Getty for over two years. No, that's Fagatoey. Uh, love the show. A couple of years ago, I was going to a group for recovering alcoholics. There was a gentleman there who needed a ride home after a couple of the meetings. Directly following taking him home for the third time, I noticed Facebook suggest him as a friend. There was also another gentleman I would stay late and talk to a couple of times who also came up as a Facebook friend suggestion. I had no other link to them I could figure out. None. But I had multiple one-on-one conversations with them. I do have all the permissions on in my app, leading me to believe that Zucker is using our phone microphones and GPS for bringing us together. Now that is interesting. More like spying on us to line his pockets and further advance his liberal socialist agenda. I would be su- very surprised if they're activating the, the, the microphone and listening to conversations and somehow turning that into something. I would not be surprised if they're using our GPS information, putting coordinates together, saying these two people conversed, and then somehow trying to match them together. If I had to bet in some weird compulsory casino, (laughs) if I had to bet, I would bet you're correct. God, that's creepy, though. That's creepy. If you talk to somebody and we both have our cell phones with us, that somewhere that meeting is being logged. Mm. These two people have spoken to each other. That's crazy. Let's hook them up on Facebook. And then finally, this a quick shout-out to uh, Comatose Timmy. A uh, long-time correspondent, uh, charming, eloquent. Guy got his head smashed up really bad, and he's uh, still bouncing back from that. Uh, all sorts of operations and stuff like that. Uh, 
Hey, Joe, thanks to the whole pre-existing conditions clause, my insurance has paid hundreds of thousands of dollars from a most recent neurosurgical adventure, but I'm with you that it makes no sense. Insurance, all of it, is based on pre-existing conditions. Lots of accidents and tickets? Well, we can't hold those pre-existing conditions against you with respect to auto insurance. Existing, conditionally, comatose Timmy. Uh, it, it, people believe that health care is a right now. Now, not not even ten years ago, right. but now people do. Enough right. people do. Right. It's changed. Um, and that is the most uh, misunderstood, misreported, complicated issue of this whole thing, right? Sure. The pre-existing thing, and we'll get into that with Craig, the Obamacare lawyer, in about 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, half of what you've heard is just outright lying. The mem- our members of Congress are comfortable, and if you don't know this, please wake up, are comfortable stating to the camera with their sincere face on stuff that is a complete lie. So stay tuned. Marshall's News coming up next, and we'll get into all this different stuff that's going on uh, on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, boy, so much interesting stuff going on, and it's so complicated, and it affects all of us, every single one of us. Oh, yeah, one way or the other. There aren't that many issues that affect every single one of us um, directly. You know, like illegal immigration, you could you could make an argument it doesn't have any effect on you. Or, or, or not of, much. Or a lot of sure. different tax yeah. stuff that doesn't have any effect on you, or at least you think. But this health care one has an effect on everybody. Everybody. So let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Uh, House Republicans passed legislation to repeal large parts of Obamacare, approving it by a slim margin on a 217 to 213 vote. Not a single Democrat. I mean, that's where, that's where we are with our politics. <laughs> right. You're going to tell me there's not one Democrat that thinks, you know, this might be better for my people because that with, you with, just have to bar- vote on party lines. Keeping in mind, with <laughs> Obamacare collapsing... And if it goes away, then you ain't got nothing. But this was so reprehensible, this solution, not a single person voted for it. Interesting. During the debate on the health care plan, House Democrats ripped into the GOP revisions. Representative Sheila Jackson Lee oh, had boy. an emotional argument against its oh, passage. Boy. I want you to look and keep your eyes on who will feel... The Trump Cares mother of all bombs of health care dropped on the American people. God have mercy on your soul. And then you're saying to Trump the king that we have the votes to drop that mother of all bomb of health care. Let me just simply say, and I want to say this, I don't want the General poor to sleep on the bridges, to beg in the streets, to steal bread from Tom's the market because they can't get any health insurance. God have mercy Ladies, Tom has expired. on your soul. <laughs> Well, okay. I find that entertaining, and she's a cartoon character. Oh, yeah. But uh, do you have the Nancy Pelosi stuff? Because I thought that was pretty good. You're walking the plank for what? A bill that will not be accepted by the United States Senate. Why are you doing this? But you have every provision of this bill tattooed on your forehead. You will glow in the dark on this one. She is right about that, for there better is, or worse. Uh, some political truth to that. You know what's really interesting if you uh, study democracies or study the world? That the status quo, even if it is something like Obamacare, 
which is a fantasy wrapped in a dream, peed on by a unicorn. <laughs> I mean, it, the numbers never made sense. It was doomed to fail from the moment it passed. And then it was further weakened by the Democrats themselves. So, so it just, it never really existed. It was a fantasy. Um, that's now the quote-unquote political status quo, though. And so any change to that dream wrapped in a fantasy, etc., is seen as, whoa, whoa, what are you changing it for? Why are you changing it? Completely unsustainable status quo is still the status quo. And if you mess with it, you might be tossed out of office, which is a very odd thing. Well, this is what we'll talk, part of what we'll talk to Craig about coming up in about a half an hour. But Obamacare, in the long arc of history, was a giant success. One of the big successes in legislative history. Without question. In that it started us down the, the inevitable road, and a short road that, to uh, universal health care. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's where we're going to be in a few years, and... and and he moved the football from the goal line 70 yards down the field with that one. And but, it's that last 30 yards that are inevitable. Well, if I you think. followed the VA scandal and thought, boy, a 12-month wait for an appointment, that sounds great for me, too. You're going to get it. I think universal health care is coming. That's one thing I want to ask Craig about is just, is, is there any reason to not, f- that it won't look like the VA? Is there any reason it won't look like the VA or the DMV? <laughs> When we have universal health care. No, I think the iron law of bureaucracy answers that question, mm. unfortunately. Meanwhile, Thursday afternoon, the Senate went ahead and passed the trillion-dollar spending bill that was passed to them by the House earlier. They've sent it on now to President Trump for his signature. Senator John McCain, who ultimately voted for the spending plan, was pointing out the obvious before that vote. We're about to vote on yet another omnibus appropriations bill. It's well over a thousand pages. My friend, look at look here. This is what this is what we are about to vote on without a single amendment. Without a single amendment. Is there any member of the United States Senate that has read this? Is there any member that has read this bill that of over a trillion dollars that we're about to vote on? And many of us are going to be compelled to vote for it because we don't want to shut down the government again. I just, I the American don't... people don't want the government shut down. Well, some of us do. Um, I, I can't imagine how anybody listening to that could think, yes, big government is the answer to bring a utopia. I just don't get it. I don't know, but everybody's in agreement that uh, huge win for the left, huge loss for the right. On that uh, budget deal. Well, you know, I, I you see the the world through the R versus D lens, Jack. I see it from thirty thousand feet, and uh, I just I don't understand how a Democrat could be in favor of that. You know, nobody has any idea what we just passed, not the least. I mean, maybe you want big well, government. Whatever it was, it was bigger government. Well, yeah, yeah, amen it's, to that. It's moving the needle that direction. But if I'm like a super lefty and I believe the federal government ought to be feeding pu- every hungry puppy in the street. There's just no way to know if the hungry puppies are getting the money or, right. or or if there's a mechanism in place to make sure the money goes to the hungry puppies or whatever. I just, well, okay, I've, I've said my piece. Go, go ahead, ahead, Marshall, go ahead. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So we're going to have to do something else in betwixt now and uh, Craig the Obamacare lawyer or my uh, my brain will fall out of my head. Mm. 
But um, we do have, with the Kentucky Derby tomorrow and the wacky horse names, is this a Kentucky Derby horse or a Netflix series? Is that the contest, Sean? We'll do a little of that coming up. You got it. It's more, is it a puzzle? Is it a contest? Contest? It's a puzzle. It's a riddle. What was your thing? It was a lie wrapped it's in a... a fantasy some... wrapped in a dream covered in unicorn pee. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. I almost went with a different fluid, but rethought it. Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter, <laughs> is now one of your higher paid models in the world. Huh. Just signed a giant yeah. deal. She doesn't look that much like her dad. Of course, why would she? How could she? <laughs> you don't want to give me credit for anything. Well, and come to think of it, even if she was genetically his daughter, True. she wouldn't look like him anyway. Excellent point. Excellent point. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's late in the evening. On the side, I've been sad with you for most of the night. Ignoring hey guys, tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Raise your hand if you've been pre gaming since St. Patrick's Day. All right, yeah, that's enough. That's a lot of people. But did you see this though? President Trump canceled his White House Cinco de Mayo celebration. Yeah, he made the decision after Mexico said they wouldn't pay for it. Really? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's an example of how my life has changed since having children that I was unaware that today was Cinco de Mayo until mm. Sean mentioned it because when that many years ago, I would have not been unaware that Cinco de Mayo was coming up on a Friday. Right. Uh, I'd have been at some uh, some place with a mariachi band and free-flowing drinks. Exactly. By, by, by noon today. It's a nice opportunity to kind of mix up your getting drunk and overeating. <laughs> right. Tonight, it's margaritas and tacos. Great. Awesome. Super. That'll be a change. Uh, a couple of things I gotta mention. What are the different things? Oh, I do enjoy a good margarita. Can't be too sugary though. They make them so oh, sugary. I'll tell you this. I'm a grown man over here. Uh, I'm here to get hammered and forget my problems, not have my teeth rot out. I'm sure there are American places that do this, but the margaritas I was having when I vacationed in Mexico City oh, at senora. the nice restaurants, it took them like 20 minutes to make one. Oh yeah. Because they had to get all the actual, you know, start from scratch, hadn't been even cut open yet fruit, that sort of thing. Took them forever to make it, but it tasted completely different. Sure. Certainly completely different than uh, than if you go to a, a Mexican restaurant with the name of a popular truck, for, for instance. instance. <laughs> completely different beast. It's like a dog and a horse. Some sort of... <laughs> Weirdly, slightly lime sugar water, cheap yeah. tequila, rock salt. Mixed the yeah. night. But anyway. The fresh lime juice makes a ton of difference in terms of the taste of oh, those things. Oh, please. Those, those fresh-made margaritas are awesome. Anyway, um, did Delta Airlines actually threaten a family and say that your kids are going to end up in foster care if you don't leave your seat? Oh, boy. Uh, Marshall Phillips oh, will have boy. that in his news at oh, 7.30. Golly. That's going pretty far. Wow. Yeah, I tell you what, though, uh, from the airline's perspective, when you beat somebody bloody and they still won't leave the plane, you got to threaten to take away their children. Wow. Way to go, Delta. Yeah. <laughs> Paris Jackson, uh, that's Michael Jackson's daughter by what? Well, what by legality, by I adoption, by, by that. Exactly. <laughs> we pretended she was mine biologically. Nobody believed it. But she's actually... Ignorant fool. Her DNA is that of 
that woman that she hired to be a what do you call you you have referred to her as a breeding sow which is really not a a nice term i was raised on a farm (laughs) sorry whatever she was debbie rowe that was my dermatologist and his his dermatologist sexed up debbie rowe or donated as you know what anyway the daughter (laughs) is first and now she just signed a massive seven-figure deal. They haven't released it, but that, that'd be more than, than, than one million, I'm guessing. That's plenty of figures. With Calvin Klein. She's going to be the new face of Calvin Klein. Wow. Pretty gal? Or... Oh, yeah. Here's, here. She's tried to kill herself like five times in the last yeah, two years. Yeah, poor kid. Which is an unfortunate story. Yeah, yeah she is beautiful. Wow, a striking-looking woman. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, I yeah. remember the Debbie blue Rome. eyes of her dad. Pardon me? <laughs> oh, he didn't have blue eyes, did he? That's right. Well, you ignorant fool. She's a white girl. Let's start there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, so were both her her parents. Right. And that's fine. I just, I, I don't know. And um, I mentioned this the other day. This is the sort of thing you shouldn't mention on a radio show. Uh, it's a dumb idea. In fact, the bosses are probably going to yell at me for oh, saying no. this. Oh, man. But I am obsessed with S-Town. That hot new podcast, serial uh, murder mystery podcast. Has anybody do it before bed at night? Has anybody actually? Unless you listen to our show before bed at night. Actually, I did last night, but man, don't. I listened to the first chapter and I am sucked in. It's one of those. Why would you do this? I don't don't know. know. I'll give it a listen this weekend. We can uh, we can talk about it. Annoy Joe. The weekend. That's when you listen to it. The question is. Is it the hot thing among uh, your, like, Manhattan types? Because it is, like, New York Times NPR darling right now, Mm S-Town. The actual name of it is Spit Town. Like poo. Right, the name. But, um, or is it, is it because it's such a great murder mystery, or is it just, like, mocking rural people like they're animals in a zoo? That's what you gotta. Uh, oh boy! Either Everything's way, so complicated. I'm in. <laughs> Either way, it's really good. Why is everything so complicated I these days? Know. Everything got the got the partisan lens or some sort of lens. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true, and it gets it gets a little old, doesn't it? It does. A transgender weightlifter has shattered records in an international women's competition for the second time in a row. <sighs> I have that story for you. What are we gonna do with this problem? She. Looks like a really big dude if women's, standing next to much smaller women. If women's weightlifting records aren't sacred, then nothing is. <laughs> On the other hand, if humanity can look at this and act as if it's not clearly what it clearly is, then humanity has reached a new height in self-delusion that I find really interesting. And Craig, the Obamacare lawyer, in about 15 minutes to tell us exactly, what, exactly what's going on on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.